Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is September 22nd. Today we're going to continue in this week's Come Follow Me block in Doctrine and Covenants section 107. Now remember this section is going to teach us all about the priesthood. Now it's interesting, I made reference before how this section was one of the first three sections of the Doctrine and Covenants when it was originally printed as the Book of Commandments, along with Doctrine and Covenants section 20 and Doctrine and Covenants section 84. That's interesting to me because I referenced section 84 yesterday, and I'm going to reference it again today because so many of these doctrines are intertwined. It's almost as if the Lord taught it one way in section 84, and in order to re-emphasize or really help the brethren understand the priesthood, he's going to give it again in new words here in section 107, along with some other really great doctrine as well. I think it's important to understand and to sometimes put ourselves in the place of those early saints. It's easy for us to take for granted the knowledge and the understanding that we have of the Aaronic and the Melchizedek priesthood, how they work together and their different functions and their different purposes and what can and can't be done with those priesthoods. But imagine being one of these early saints being a member of the church for a month and then getting called on a mission and being given the priesthood and expected to go out and teach others and to give others the priesthood and get everything going in the church in different lands, I can't imagine how difficult that must be. Now, I bring that up because section 107 was given as the 12 original apostles in the early days were commanded to all leave on a mission at the exact same time. And before they left, they asked Joseph Smith to receive a revelation for them so that they could have comfort when they went out to preach the gospel. As an answer to that plea for comfort and revelation, section 107 was given for those 12 apostles, for them to be armed with this knowledge and with this power as they went out to teach and to preach and to continue to spread the gospel. Such important information to have and such important things to understand as we study these two different priesthoods that really all fall under the one head Melchizedek priesthood. In fact, Bishop Kause said, The Aaronic priesthood and Melchizedek priesthood are inseparable partners in the work of salvation. I love that idea of them being inseparable partners. The work of the Melchizedek priesthood can't go forward without those holy bearers of the Aaronic priesthood. Those who have the Aaronic priesthood, even though we call the Aaronic priesthood the lesser priesthood, should never feel lesser. They still hold the power of God. And the work that they do with that power and with that authority is vitally important and has its place. So let's take a look in verses 18 through 20 and see what some of these purposes of the priesthood are. Starting in verse 18, it says, The power and authority of the higher or Melchizedek priesthood is to hold the keys of all spiritual blessings of the church. Now, I love that. All spiritual blessings of the church are part of the keys of the Melchizedek priesthood. Do you want a spiritual blessing? It is attached to the priesthood in some way, shape, or form. The Melchizedek priesthood and the ordinances and covenants and blessings of it is the source of all these great blessings. And then in verse 19, it's going to clarify what some of these spiritual blessings associated with the Melchizedek priesthood are. 
to have the privilege of receiving the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, to have the heavens opened unto them, to commune with the general assembly and church of the firstborn, and to enjoy the communion and presence of God the Father and Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant. So those are some pretty hefty blessings. (laughs) that can come to us through and because of the Melchizedek priesthood. So let's break those down just a little bit. First of all, it says to have the privilege of receiving the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. Now, oftentimes when we talk about the mysteries of the kingdom, we get that confused with what it really is. Sometimes people seek so hard for the mysteries of the kingdom of God that they end up looking beyond the mark. They're so busy searching for something that God hasn't yet revealed that they're not receiving the revelation that he is anxious to give them. He wants to teach us. He wants to reveal old truths to us in new ways. But we're so busy seeking something that we feel like no one knows because it's called a mystery that we miss that revelation. Simply put, Bruce R. McConkie said that the mysteries of God is any thing that we can learn through revelation from the Father. And so as we're studying our scriptures, say we're studying the Book of Mormon for the 16th time and we're thinking, "Why? Well, what am I going to get new from this book? I've read it so many times. Because of the Melchizedek priesthood and because we have the gift of the Holy Ghost, we are able to receive revelation about those teachings. God is able to teach us new things about old doctrines. And those new things, those teachings that our Heavenly Father reveals to us through the Holy Ghost are indeed the mysteries of the kingdom of God. And those come from the Holy Ghost. And then it continues to go on and it says, to have the heavens opened unto them, the things that we can learn, the knowledges that we can gain, that all come from that revelation. And then going on, it says to commune with the general assembly and church of the firstborn. Now, I love that phrase, commune with the general assembly and church of the firstborn. Another place that we see that same phrase, the church of the firstborn, is in Doctrine and Covenants section 76 in the vision that Joseph Smith has of the celestial kingdom. Seeing those people who lived a celestial life, who inherit the celestial kingdom, he says, they are they who are the church of the firstborn. And so the Melchizedek priesthood helps us make covenants and blesses us with ordinances so that we can become celestial, so that we can receive and inherit celestial glory. And then going on with that same promise is this incredible promise, to enjoy the communion and presence of God the Father and Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant. The purpose of the Melchizedek priesthood is to bring us back to their presence so that we can be with them again. God's work and his glory. Remember, section 84 talks about without the ordinances of the gospel, we cannot experience the power of godliness. And then that section goes on to teach that Moses His greatest desire was to bring people back to the presence of God, to bring his people to see the face of God. But because they hardened their hearts and wouldn't let themselves be led and guided by him, that was a blessing that they weren't able to obtain. Well, it's the same thing in our day. The Melchizedek priesthood and the blessings that go along with it have the authority and the power to bring us back into the presence of God, to allow us to see his face. 
But my friends, it's the same for us as it was for the children of Israel in the days of Moses. If we harden our hearts, if we refuse to follow God and his servants, if we don't humble ourselves and allow these ordinances to enter into our hearts and to change them, then they can't have the power to give us these blessings. Joseph Smith once said, Priesthood is the channel through which the Almighty commenced revealing his glory at the beginning of the creation of this earth, and through which he has continued to reveal himself to the children of man to the present time, and through which he will make known his purposes to the end of time. Priesthood is the instrument that he uses to bring us back to his presence. Listen to those key words. Priesthood is the channel through which his glory and his purposes are fulfilled. My friends, the more we study the Book of Mormon this year, the more I'm seeing that everything in the restoration has everything to do with God's work and his glory to bring us back to him. And my friends, I testify that after the Savior, priesthood is central to his work and to his glory. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.